These are true payroll crime stories with your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Episode is presented by Time Track Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. The unique graphical employee time card helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, cutting your editing time in half so you can go on with your day. Time Track Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy to understand user interface and the ability to turn a tablet into a time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. And now your hours can go to your favorite payroll systems, including Gusto, ADP Workforce Now, Paychex, and many more. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business too. To learn more and sign up for a 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's T-I-M-E-T-R-A-K-Go.com or call 888-321-9922. Let's go. Welcome back, folks. What's up, Walt? What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just another week, another episode. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. I was just like, I was just thinking about our commitment to this and not that we need the oh the pat the kudos and you know what the kudos for me is we outproduce folks like when at the end of yeah. the year when we get those that production and like when I, I told folks like how many episodes we are on or whatever they're like dang like that's what the that's what the moments are for me that i'm like yeah. yes yeah. yeah and i think it's just an experience so me and war recording we always record remotely, but we're in different locations. So from, from like, our normal locations, yeah. Yeah, not no not from our normal location where we're all comfy and set up and we know exactly and I have my little coffee, I have my regimen and I get my coffee and I got this going. I don't have coffee right now, I got water, so I'm gonna do it like yeah. that. But I'll trade that off because I'm staring at the ocean. So I'll yeah. I'll take that trade off. I'm on the balcony. Yo, it's just, it's amazing. It's a, a special episode, of course, True Payroll mm-hmm. Crime we're covering. There's a really crazy, like, current events going on right now. Hackers are attacking Las Vegas. They yeah. are just, I'm going to let Walt break it down for us. Mm-hmm. If you've seen it in the news, and to the point that one of the casinos actually paid a ransom, we cover cybercrime. Guy and guys, we don't meet like we're not into. Oh, I can't wait to do cybercrime. Although it's a great subject, but we it just stuff the, the stuff comes up and we're like, holy crap, we were just talking about this. So yeah. it's just it just what hits us so much because we talk about it and it keeps coming up that it's worth reminding us because yeah. as payroll folks, we're vulnerable. You know what I mean? We're vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Walt's gonna tell us about the case. We're gonna break down some like some best practices after that and we'll call it a wrap man we're doing our thing yeah caesar's casino they were hacked as brian was saying the group behind these attacks is called unc 3944 a roasted octopus spelled okay zero k-t-a-p-u-s 
they have a history that group they have a history of targeting companies like cloudflare opta and twillow caesar's delayed getting this disclosure out they had been attacked i think back in august and they didn't release it for a few weeks oh wow i guess they were scared because it, it wasn't just the casino portion right not like the slots and when you think about casino you think about the slots yeah. and yeah, the, the, like yeah Jack, the poker, all that stuff but it's it was actually their online gaming portion oh, right so, so like their online uh casino piece of it yeah so where you do your sports betting when you do all, this, yep. all that stuff right yep. so that this is so they highlighted it in the article and said they called it the gaming industry Right, oh, because, wow. because it's a part of the online stuff, right? And they consider that online betting part of the gaming industry. Interesting. They paid they paid fifteen million in, wow. in, in ransom money to that cybercrime group just before they they the systems were compromised. So the people, I guess, had access, and we're telling them, "Hey, we have access to your systems. We're going to blow it all up and release everybody's information." And they were like, okay, no, please don't do that. That will, because I, I feel like they felt the reason why they paid it is because they felt, okay, 15 million pales in comparison to what we would have to pay if everyone's information was leaked mm-hmm. and lawsuit, we might have to pay hundreds of millions or mm-hmm. dollars or whatever to everybody that's impacted. So they and were the, like, and, and the potential loss of business because then yep. they wouldn't do business with them anymore. You know what I mean? Yep. They said that same um, hacker group also uh, demanded $30 million ransom from uh, MGM, another casino, um, for a, a different cyber attack. So wow. they, they, they tried to do the same thing. I don't, they didn't say whether MGM um, paid anything. Paid or anything. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's, that's yeah. sensitive, man. This mm-hmm. stuff. It's highly sensitive. It's a lot of money. And again, we bring it up and it's so important. It should be so important and top of mind for mm-hmm. HR and payroll professionals because hacking will increase to, what was it, like 400% or some craziness over the next 350% over the next two years and into the trillions, right? And this proves it. They're getting money. They're getting their money out there and they're, oh, they're not stopping. It's going to increase. from that. And the crossroad that I'm afraid of is that HR professionals, we're increasing our AI, we're increasing our technology build. So we have to be, that's great. And I'm happy for that, right? But it comes at a time where we have to be the most prepared. And and what's up? Because think about this. These people that are hackers are in these hacker groups. They're intelligent too. Yeah, they can develop their own stuff too. They mm-hmm. develop their own software. They, de- they develop their own systems that hack into the stuff. Yep. Just think about it. Just because the, us regular people and regular companies are also creating and implementing AI, so are these hackers. So are they? Yeah, they're incorporating it into their dirty deeds. You know what I so, mean? Like into so, their work. So that's the thing to 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 your point. That's the thing to consider. To really consider, okay, wow, this great tool that is used for all this good, somebody's going to take that same power and just use it for malicious gains and their own selfish ways, right? 
there's going to be groups that are going to, are going to do that. Yep. And so people have to understand, and we'll go over some of the, the measures you can take in a little bit to prevent that from happening to your business or yourself or your employees or your customers, whatever it may be. Right. Like yep. Caesar, I, I guess originally this group like demanded the 30 million from Caesar, mm-hmm. but they said that Caesars managed to uh, negotiate the rest and down to half and will use cyber insurance to mitigate the costs. So apparently Caesars yep. was aware of these type of attacks. So they had something called cyber insurance, cyber crime insurance, basically. Yeah and, they, yeah. and they said that the group that actually hacked them is a newer group and relatively a relatively inexperienced for a, a hacker group. <laughs> that's that's but, not good. Yeah. Oh, God. It says, it says, but they pose serious threats. Hacker groups like this pose serious threats to U.S. companies due to their effective social engineering skills. So it's saying that these people in this group have social engineering skills that they can use to actually get yep. in and find yep. ways into this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through, there's 12 different things that we wanted to bring it up to try to bring it back to payroll. Yep. We wanted to say 12 things that we could do as far as payroll professionals, payroll systems, vendors to prevent these things from happening with us. So I'm going to go through the first six of these and then Brian's going to go through the last six. Number one, definitely training right? Training your employees, empowering them with education about cybersecurity best practices, introducing and including teaching them how to recognize phishing attempts. So phishing is where you may get a text or an email. You get some type of one-off message that tries to pull you in. Like, oh, click here. You won $500,000. Oh, so we're just missing your bank information. We want to send you this money like something like that and then they say social engineering tactics which i want to find out more about i i just looked it up okay so what is it it's so it's the tactic of manipulating influencing or deceiving a victim in order to gain control over a computer system or steal personal Mm -hmm. and financial information it uses psychological manipulation to trick users into making security mistakes or giving away sensitive information so mm. s- still broad, and I'm sure some of the examples are probably social media type of things, right? Getting involved there, uh, catfished, and yep. you can get catfished, right? You, like we talked they about. do it for this. Yeah, exactly. Like we talked about some them some scammers being on the job boards and yes. Po- yes. posing as an employer just to get your information. There was one. I just saw a clip somewhere mm-hmm. and it was, they showed real life how someone could get your, like something, a password changed. And this lady did it right. She like put a baby sound in the background. She posed as somebody's wife and to get his info and the baby's crying in the background. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I have to get to the baby. But look, I can't, and I don't remember, and I don't know. And it, and just the, the tension of it all. And oh, yeah, no problem, ma'am. I'll help you. And dude, the lady, re, this 
Oh, person, yes. right? I think I sent you that because like the guy was like saying, "Oh, there's no way you're gonna get my information." Exactly. And she called posing as his girl or yep. his woman. Yes. And uh, she was like, "Hey, his wife, his wife. specifically his I'm, wife, I'm, I'm, because his the wife. information is it can be shared now." Yeah. Yes. I'm his wife, and oh my God, he's away, and I'm mm-hmm. with the baby, and she had the sound going, and the lady just automatically just helped her. Oh, you know Does what? Yeah. Lady, yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and so like creating very this, relevant. Yeah, so it says creating a cybersecurity aware workforce can be a strong defense. So it's like sharing. So for us in payroll, so when you get those phishing emails, when you get those things that say, hey, change my direct deposit, uh, CEO Joe at shadygmail.com, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, when you get those emails, it's sharing those type of things with your team. Like, hey, team, be on the lookout for these type of emails. I just received this email. And be on the lookout for these. These things are still coming. So your team is aware. If you have a help desk system that you use, people are going to gain access to that. And if it's and somehow they gained access to what that email address is for that Zendesk, they will use that and send those things there as well. So anywhere that they can like get a digital message to you to try to get your stuff, they're going to they're going to do that because like you can have you, you can you you expose yourself to so much on the web and these people are just waiting and you don't know what type of programs people have just waiting for you to put your information in or just enter your social or enter your phone number your email address and that's sometimes that's all they need and yep. and and they just want to get you on the phone just to get a little bit more of your information so they say oh we have this information call them up try to get the rest of it so we can finish doing the job Number two, MF to the freaking A, multi-factor authentication. Implement MFA for accessing payroll systems. This adds an extra layer of security by requiring users to provide multiple forms of verification. So that two-factor, like this might be, like there's been some systems that I've tried to get into where they where they send you a text code for one thing and then they make you do another test. Like they say, oh, pick the pictures that have stairs on it and stuff. Yeah, like, and they That's that. why they change it to multi-factor instead of 2FA. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. that it's multi-factor because you don't know how many yeah. things is going to be. Yeah, and there's been a couple of sites that I've been on that I had to do multiple things and yeah. they have to send you a code and this and that and they tell you to download the key generator for Google the authenticator for, for Google and they generate a key and you got to put it in. There's so many different things, so many yep. different ways to pro- protect yourself as a payroll provider, payroll service provider. There's so many different ways. So multi-factor is definitely one of them. Regular number three, regular software updates. So keep all your software, including operating systems, payroll software up to date with the latest security patches. So if you, it's, it makes it outdated, security measures and outdated software makes it more uh, vulnerable for people to come in and be exploited by hackers. So somebody could come in and if you haven't had the latest patch updated to your system, like, and the latest patch has security updates. That's why we get those updates on our phones. That's why we get those updates everywhere. Like that we, any place that we use like a, 
a software or a system or a program, it's going to update. That's why our laptops update, phones, everything like that. Even our smart TVs, that's why they update, <laughs> right? Because they yeah, have word. a security patch. Yep. Right? Number four, firewalls and intrusion detection. So if you have a good IT team, they'll put up some firewalls, so certain things you can't access. Like I remember I worked at a place and like they let you go to certain sites. So they basically had it like you couldn't like Netflix. If you, if you try, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't go to Netflix. You couldn't go yep. to YouTube. You couldn't go to Facebook. MySpace was back. Oh in the my god! You, know, yes. you couldn't, couldn't go to your MySpace. Yeah, no Facebook. Like that. Yep. nothing like that. But it will let you go to other sites like work sites, government sites, like stuff that actually was relevant to your job. Yeah, you can you can search the internet for that stuff, but anytime you try to go to any of these social sites, they like they automatically put something in place. Nope, it's not authorized, and it will shut it down. Doing stuff like that can prevent and and help the team monitor and track traffic and identify unusual and suspicious activities. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some organizations that are still doing that out there. Yeah. Um, another big one, number five, is data encryption. Ensure that sensitive payroll data is encrypted, both in transit and at rest. So that means when you send something out, you want to make sure it's protected, especially if it has information that somebody could use to really hurt somebody's um, livelihood or their life. Yeah. You want to make sure it's there and wherever its destination is at, right? You want to make sure that it's still encrypted or, or whatever. So good point, good case is don't send a file with the password in the same email. Oh my gosh, yeah. Don't do that. That defeats the purpose, right? Yep. You have something encrypted and you say, hey, password is this. <laughs> and the same one that you just get basically gift wrapping, gift wrapping a present for a potential hacker if, if they have access to your system. So that's something that you want to make sure that you're aware of because those emails can be intercepted. There's people waiting for you to send an email, especially outside of your organization. There's people that can actually do that. Number six, access control. Limit access to payroll systems only to authorized personnel and on a need-to-know basis. Implement strong access controls and regularly review and update user permissions. So you, these are things like in certain systems that call them access permissions or security um, profiles that you have set up. You want to make sure that you have the appropriate access controls in place. If somebody in ops should not be able to see, unless they do a specific job that, that impacts it like that. But, but that's, good, that's the right example, right? Somebody yeah. in ops shouldn't be able to see what people in HR their profiles yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yes, it's, yes, exactly. So mm -hmm. somebody in ops shouldn't be able to go in and process payroll or they shouldn't be able to go in and finalize a change or onboarding or whatever. They, like, they, they, there needs to be that segregation of duties. Okay. okay. Duties hey. and information. And like information, right? access certain information, yeah. Yeah, and so you need to make sure that you, those are access points that you want to make sure that you have guardrails and security point, point, points in place to prevent that from happening. Because if you have someone that, and we've seen it before in some of our other stories where only one person has 
the control for that thing right and yes. they and they Not quit good. i think there, yep. there was a story where where somebody worked for uh one of these councils or city halls in california and they basically uh were the only person that had the password for the whole city and they shut down the yes, whole city yes i remember that oh my god shut down the whole city because of that one access they control have the control so in that case that was a bad example of Oh, they were trying to limit it so much that they only only one person had it, and they realized, okay, we can't do that. We need to at least have a backup or somebody yeah. that can like come in and help just in case one person starts to trip. Or that's that's very important. That's a good call out because you need back. You need to like whatever access you do create for someone. You gotta not make sure like they're not the only ones who have that access. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so. That's my six. Brian has the next ones. Absolutely. So again, we're talking about the cybersecurity and just things to, because as we talk to payroll professionals, I'm going to say cybersecurity professionals, the, the the number one takeaway they leave us with is education, right? And these are the types of things that you do. You have this education. Okay. What's the education? Here's a good list. That, yeah. That's all we're sharing. Like, hey, there's a good list of things to do to stay on point. So number seven on this list is regular backups. And with payroll, it's super important to back up your payroll data, pack up, back up your whatever the connections and the mapping is to things. You have that in access for folks. Your files mm -hmm. are redundancy right you have something in the cloud on servers but you also have something local yes. on your server that's also saved and maybe it's triple redundant and you also have it saved on the vendors access and site but that regular backups is important because sometimes you will lose access to the vendor and you're at the will of the vendor of how they archive things and yeah. how they do things. And Hey, they may have purged that and they let you know in a notification in the email and you missed it. And Holy crap, you don't have your data anymore. So yep. regular backups are super important to have. And then when it comes to cyber crimes, if some, somebody gets access to say, they, they think that, Oh, we attacked their cloud. Then we deleted everything. Ah, no, nope. mm -hmm. we got great backups and redundancies. So you just deleted that instance. We had it restored in an hour, right? Yeah. So that's the that's why it's important. Number eight, incident response plan, and this makes it is business continuity planning, disaster planning, however you want to call it. That's what this part is. Just having in the event somebody just deleted your whole cloud database what do you do mm -hmm. yeah, yeah you have it backed up somewhere but now how do you get how do you restore all of the things that they just deleted right yep. there's going to yep. be some steps there and there's going to be some crap it's got to do it's got to be done in order and it's got to i used to bring down unix servers and bring them back up for back in the day and you had to do it in a certain order if you didn't do it in order and you go try to shut this server down and you start getting those red air. Oh man. I had to call my boss. And I was like, Oh, I did something wrong. <laughs> like 
you're bringing the servers down or up in the wrong orders. So you need an, a plan to when you have to restore these things after. Like, how do you, what should go first? Shouldn't payroll be first? Because we got to pay people tomorrow. So yeah, they may have hacked into everything, but crap, we just need to pay people tomorrow and then we can figure it out. Yep. So that's going first. Yeah. So that is why it's important to have the good incident response plan. Mm -hmm. And then again, it minimizes damage and downtime. That's, that's a good color. I like that. The incident, yeah. the incident response plan, because because mm -hmm. it highlights so many different things. That means your, your communication has to be on point. Yes. You, need to, that to, you need to know when to escalate. Do I tell? When do if, I tell? If, if there's a breach in, in the payroll or anything like that for your payroll pros out there, yep. that's something that you need to escalate ASAP. Yeah. Even Heck if yeah. you're not sure, it's better to be safe than sorry, right? Like to your point, I think this is a all of them are big, but I think this is a a, a big one. Number eight, incident response plan. I think that's a good one for sure. For sure. Yeah. But my favorite one of one of my favorite quotes is, "If we fail to plan, we are surely planning to fail." Yep. Number nine is security audits and testing. You want to mm -hmm. conduct regular security audits and and penetration testing. Well, so what this means is where would hackers come into your ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. And you want to identify whatever vulnerabilities and weaknesses you might have in the system before hackers can exploit them. So again, that's having a good, partnering with a good IT or having a good IT team that is constantly doing all these things mm -hmm. and monitoring for it. But a great big call out for payroll is your tech stack and the vendors you have, AKA the SaaS software you have, the connections you're using. So yeah. we have data feeds that go over to this and push out there and right. And then in that, it was like in that incident, that cyber crime case we talked about in the UK that happened this past year. And that's exactly how a payroll company got in infiltrated. It was one of the vendors they used to to move files. It was somebody a third party that they used to move to move files around to help move yep. files, yep. and that's who got hacked. And that's how they could have gotten in. Yep. Different story. That was a different cybercrime. But again, this is why this stuff is so important because it keeps happening because we are so at risk. At it, it right, it's, it feels like it's ramping up. Right, it feels yeah. like oh, it is. More... Not feels like. It is because yeah. we reported yeah. that. We know yeah. it's going to ramp up. We are literally seeing the ramp up. Yeah. And that's why we need to be careful. That's why we need to keep like these things top of mind, implement a system. And again, for payroll folks, you want to, your audit and testing, the internal things, but also your tech stack and all of the vendors and connections you may have. Even think about what Excel spreadsheets are going in and out of the system. Okay, oh, think about that's, that. That's a, that's a good point. Remember right. that Excel tip yes. that somebody gave us, right? Yes. The, the, oh, they they do. use the same template because it might be hidden information. Might be a hidden Excel. hack. Where are yep. you getting these templates from? Where are you using? Where did it originate from? These type of things you got to think about. You may think, oh, no, my, I got it from this internet. It was a cool site that I get Excel templates from. No, yes, but you have to vet them now. Hey, IT people, is this good? And then like, Scan it, mm, do something. Scan it. See, ah, and, and, yeah. and another piece of that, and one thing that's going to help you, especially with the testing part, checking for those vulner vulnerabilities, yep. whether you're an IT professional or a payroll professional, yep. it helps if you have 
uh, an, uh, analytical side. Yeah, oh. stuff to to test things, right? Having that analytical mindset. When I was early in the payroll industry and in the payroll game, I didn't know what it meant to be analytical. I have a, a analytical skills, like to question stuff, to right. to look at things, to what makes this tick, to see what really drives a payroll function or procedure, right, or process, right. It's, as you grow as a uh, payroll pro, your analytical skills should sharpen as well. And those would help you in situations like this. For sure. For sure. Number 10 is collaborate with cybersecurity experts. Yes, yes. Cybersecurity is tried the word is slipping me up today. Sorry. So, yeah, collaborate with your cybersecurity experts do just that you got to talk to folks if you have a gap in talent you want to engage in consultants and get people to keep looking at and combing over and looking at your site for vulnerabilities where yeah. what have them look at your business where can we get stronger right mm -hmm. where do i need guidance and again i we keep i'm very close to two very well-established cybersecurity experts and their best practice is education like the number one thing education just stay on top of things be proactive this is not a reactionary thing this or i had a math teacher that said this is not a spectator sport you cannot sit back and just watch you cannot just watch and hmm, pontificate and think no you, you it's not a theorizing it's not thought leadership i'm sorry it's not it, you have to be active and be proactive and be hypersensitive to these things and and again run down be proactive use your best practices yep all right number 11 compliance with regulations ensure that your compliance in the industry specific and regional cybersecurity regulations and standards this may include for payroll gdpr absolutely hipaa is included where a payroll folks are involved in any medical places hipaa you should be signing also those HIPAA contracts, agreements, and industry-specific requirements. I'm going to come back to HIPAA. And if you're not familiar, if you're not in the medical, I don't know what it stands for exactly, but it's protecting your personal information in the healthcare industry. So if you're in the healthcare industry and you're a payroll professional or HR professional, you should be signing HIPAA. Now, Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Thank you, sir. And again, it, it, it protects the patient's information, right? Which sometimes are your employees, right? And you get, and that, and that's why you should sign it because sometimes it just gets so gray when you're a payroll or HR professional for a medical place. It gets so gray on what you just sign HIPAA. So that now you would lock your team down as well to these this compliance and regulation, and and you protect your you're proactively protecting any patient information, any employee information because again it could sometimes be one and the same, right? For for instance, I was as easy I was working for an eyeglass place, right? And employees shopped at the eyeglasses places, and now they are also patients in the system that I may have, if I'm in IT, I may not have 
been privy to this information as an IT person, but now I'm looking at them as a patient, and now I know the they're also an employee and oh, boom, now I got this person's social. Now I got this person's info and I wasn't privy to it as the employee, but now I'm privy to it as still the employee but, or because they're the patient now, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to protect against that stuff because if there's any malice, if there's any things looking to attack cybersecurity, social engineering, yeah. right? The company's big enough, they'll plant somebody at that job and wait years to take that shit down. You're right. Okay? if the company's big enough or maybe right. i just watch too much tv but <laughs> so that's where it comes all the stuff starts to tie in the social engineering the compliance and regulations the the hipaa have them signing the secure the pii and all this and that's mm-hmm. why the combination of all these things is what does it it's not just the one thing right it's the combination of all these things because they all play into each other yeah and the last one is cybersecurity insurance because why not? If you actually get hit, you want to be able to protect yourself. What was the casino that did it? That just Caesars. Caesars. Um, and and they can offset some of that loss with this insurance that they're paying for. So Caesars and and MGM both got threats, but I know Caesars paid. I don't know about MGM. Well, I guess if something happened with them, we'll find out here soon right. as well. But right, that was. Caesars, yeah. So that means anything that falls under there that umbrella. So anything that Caesars group. Oh owns. wow, wow, so, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's it, folks. Yep. That's some good pieces of info for you. Again, be proactive. And this stuff is getting serious, man. Stuff is getting serious. Yeah, protect yourself. Check yep. yourself before you wreck yourself. For real. <laughs> we stay dating ourselves <laughs> uh, alright man yo if there's nothing else bro that's it we love you folks check out next time make sure to visit the website it's about payroll.io we're on YouTube with the show we are on TikTok with a new show it's about your paycheck we are on LinkedIn Folks, we out there. Mm-hmm. It's about payroll.io. Check it out. Tell a friend. Subscribers have three new shows available to them on that platform. Some great stuff. I'm looking at clips and I'm posting clips and I'm just like, this is great stuff. I can't wait to folks hear it and just really start engaging and um, consuming the new shows. It's great mm-hmm. stuff. Wait to hear it. Wait to hear it. Check it out. Yep. Cool. All right. Peace, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to It's About Payroll. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.